0: Quick. Live at five, fifty-two. <laughs> Five-ish. Hey guys, welcome to another Health Unplugged Radio Live podcast. Monday, you're going to get here that with right. with Roger, Roger Wood, and uh, and my nice adjustment.
1: Yeah, and with clung back into place. <laughs>
0: um, we were discussing with regards to the topics, and something came up in a couple of conversations this week with regard to a healthy diet, and the general perception of what is a healthy diet and how the media has potentially pushed a healthy diet over the years to change what we actually look at. And I thought that would be a good topic for this. So- yeah. Particularly,
1: I think relevant this time of year of um, where people are now getting, they finished the dry January and yep. now, now going into flooded February. Yeah, And then, um, and then the bit of the, Eating the cabbage diet has started to wane its its appeal, so uh, it does go back down to the what is a healthy diet, and I agree with you totally. We have this discussion, you know, through with some patients of ours, and and when you, in a questionnaire or you are filling out a form, as you said, a lot of people say, yeah, well, my, you know, my, we eat healthily, mm-hmm. you know, in other words, like I eat veg, and um, or you know, we eat a healthy balanced diet, and then unless you probe a bit and you say, well, what do you have? What is this? It's quite interesting what people's perception is. So in their mind, they not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. They are, they are following that standard kind of Westernized Americanized yeah, based Westernized sad diet, diet standard of, American of, you know, I have my, um, I have my cereal in the morning, I have this and I have that, and I have my snacks and, you know, and so I, I keep my blood sugar levels regular and they thought fo- that they, they are following they're not not making it up they're following a a perceived idea of what a healthy diet is and where we we're kind of suddenly where we're talking aware of there's a lot of misinformation and misguided presumptions of what a healthy healthy diet is would that be yeah so
0: this this came about looking so i get clients to fill out a health screening a questionnaire and we go in depth and I can see what's going on. One of the things that I look to do, if I get a blood test from someone, is not asking what the symptoms are before I've looked at the blood test. Or if I see a screening, I don't want to have a bias on it necessarily because maybe I won't see the other things. But there were really high levels of issues with glucose management. Constantly having afternoon energy dips, waking up feeling tired, waking up through the night, not able to get to sleep, just cold hands and feet, like, circulation issues going on, um, having to have coffee or exercise to to boost brain function. And then there were was low motivation, low moves and depressive issues going on. And it was like a really extreme thing. And I just realized looking at this, that is this healthy? So I asked this person, I said, "What what is your diet like? And they replied that it's a healthy diet. They have predominantly homemade food. It's not all process stuff and that got me to asking thinking there's more to this and I asked is it high protein and this got me thinking that again like in a way that I've failed my audience. Why is that? Well because what seems normal to me and is basic to me isn't basic to other people. No. So I want to put out more content like that. And yes I have the advanced stuff but we still need to put this this foundational information out there. Now the diet was First off was two slices of white bread and then they mentioned vegetable oil or vegetable spread rather than butter as if it's healthier. Then a banana for mid-morning, ham sandwich I believe it was for lunch, nothing in the afternoon. Then in the evening was spaghetti bolognese or something. And the first off, well, there was no protein apart from a couple of slices of ham until the evening meal. Yeah. But then as a result, what happened was A packet of crisps and a couple of chocolate bars in the evening. And then that's when there's this roller coaster of blood sugar spiking up and down, up and down, which is very, very stressful. And actually I was reading or doing a lecture um looking into some studies and talking about blood glucose spikes up and down. Be interesting. Like if it's up and down, you'd think that'd be better than constantly high. It's actually more stressful on the body to go up and down than
1: to be chronically high. Which is kind of yeah. Crazy. We can go on to blood yeah. sugar levels just in for an hour. Can't yeah. we? Because of that. And we, we'll touch on it. But I had a also a patient who was saying that, um, they were looking, you know, eating healthier and focusing on that. So I said, and I believe that most people, when they look from a diet and they want to, so you get two things, don't you? You got the, I want to be healthier, or you've got the weight loss. Mm-hmm. So, and, and they don't necessarily mean the same thing. So, she said, I, you know, I'm focusing on eating healthier and, and, uh, you know, the young mom and that. And I said, oh, okay, that's, that's a dream. I said, what, what have you focused on? So I think most people are aware of their lifestyle where to make small small increments, they can, they know probably where they, they could tighten up and improve. And she says, well, nothing, nothing, I mean, we, we eat, as you say, we eat a healthy diet. I said, well, just give me an overview and it was along similar lines as well. I have my, um, my yogurt and my, and my cereal in the morning, and then I might have like a biscuit or something in mid morning. And then I'll have, um, something, grab something on whilst I'm out during the day. And then, um, and then in the evening and then, you know, bits and pieces, maybe in the afternoon, then we have an evening meal, but we have vegetables and then, um, and then you know in, later on, and then I'll only probably just have like a snack on a pack of crisps because you always got to have a pack of crisps, don't you? Yeah. And I, and I so I went in and said to her, said, well, the interesting thing, if you, if you, and I said, well, why do you choose or what do you focus on? She says, well, I worked out that my cat, as long as my calories are right, then I can have my. So we had this kind of the this calorie is the weight count.
0: Points. Yeah, we had the in.
1: calorie discussion of how do you. Do you know how they, how they produce a calorie? Do you know, they know that how they try and work out how much energy is from burning food? And that's not how we – So we had that discussion a bit. And I said, you know, the, the thing is, it also depends on the makeup of the foods and how you process them. So different foods have different influences. So we started trying to go into the, the macros elements of, of just realizing that you had a lot of white, a lot of carbs, a lot of – and then you, as you're saying, you got the blood – the the poor regulation of blood sugar levels, and then you've got the re, the insulin resistance and all that. And she was like, "Well, that's interesting," said, because my um, my father, he's just been diagnosed uh, diabetes as a diabetic, but it's the better one. Which I said, "Well, that's lifestyle." Yeah. So I said, "Well, that, and the beauty of that is if it's picked up really early, it, it's it's actually reversible. Um, but it's usually hard because you've got to look at the whole lifestyle." And he says, "But." but he's not overweight. And I said, there is, there is a lot of skinny diabetics. I see more
0: diabetics now or pre diabetics that I speak to or people that have been diagnosed as pre diabetic that aren't overweight because of the stressful lifestyle they live in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's that poor regulation, the poor, it's that insulin resistance. It's the poor regulation of the, so as you're saying, it's the, the, the spikes in that are, are far more stressful on the system than if you had like a fasting or if you had a sustained lower and then you build up resistance and then the body responds accordingly. Um, so it was really interesting. But, yeah. but the, the core of it was in her mind, her perception from the information that she's been exposed to and, and has accumulated through her lifetime, that was, was regarded as eating well,
0: healthy. Yeah, if we look at like the trends of like, the low-fat diet, then there was the low-carb diet and all these different things that come along. I think going back to what that person was eating, I gave them some tips and just to say we're not going to – I've got a guide that I give to my clients, the seven glucose hacks, talking about like always have – make sure your carbs always have a um, a dressing on them. Make sure your carbs have friends. Like put mayonnaise or olive oil on them or something like that, some fatty or protein-based dressing as well just to help stabilize your glucose. And so the thing was, like, if you were to have white bread, if you want a white bread, which is going to be better options, but don't have vegetable spread, have butter if you yeah. want that, but have peanut butter as well or nut butter on top so you've got some fats and a little bit of protein on there. And then for the snack, like maybe have some nuts. Uh, or for lunch, you don't need to have bread again. Just have a chicken salad or something. Or like you can, you can get loads of avocado salads and smoked salmon stuff like protein based salad. And,
1: but I think that somewhere along the line there's a, there's a void of actually understanding what is a carb, what is a protein, what, and, and the, the, how they actually benefit of. How would you simplify
0: protein and carb?
1: Um, so how do I simplify it? I kind of don't simplify I just kind of go through that there are there are most people have heard of the term carbohydrates or um you know I talk into carbohydrates as a carbohydrates is sugars but not but isn't sugar so they're every carbohydrate so a lot of people say well i'm I'm you know sugar is bad, so the message of that is gonna sugar is bad so I don't have sugar. So I don't have sugar in my tea. And then, uh, they, so then they physically, they physically see the sugar and then they don't realise the the grains. A lot of the so I talk about the whites. The whites are like the carbs, the potato, the bread. The the the, the ones which are not great, what we call the crappy carbs, are the ones which go into sugar quickest. So you're hinting along the like glycemic index, but you're talking about the whites. Then the the fats are like the oils and the butters, the so people kind of get the idea of that. And then, and all of them is kind of, it's not so much good or bad, but there's better ones and ones we want one less of. And then proteins is basically your pulses being, your pulses, your legumes and, and then, and your meats. So I would, I would simplify it even more, obviously, like with pulses and stuff like that,
0: there, there are going to be carbohydrates in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you want to say carbohydrates come from the ground, protein comes from animals. Yeah. yeah. But that's very, very basic form because obviously there's vegetarian and vegan like sources and stuff, but... If something is grown from the ground, chances are that it's a carbohydrate.
1: And the the key thing I think to illustrate to people is that so some people then go, yeah, well, I don't want to go no carb." You know, you, no. you've got to have carbohydrates. And I said, so "You hundred percent, you do need to have carbohydrates, but it's very, very hard to have no carbohydrates because as soon as you eat your vegetables, they're going to have carbohydrates.
0: In yeah, it. but they're going to be fibrous carbs. Yeah, yeah. So if you impact. can break it.
1: So it's actually very hard to be no carb. I'm going on no carb diet. What you really usually doing is you're breaking down the, the pork. You, you're trying to minimize or reduce the, really the, the crappy carbs. And I think a people. lot of people
0: then go for the extremes, as we know, and then crave chocolate and loads of other stuff.
1: Yeah. Or, and then say, or, I'm
0: getting the sugar withdrawal. No, you're not. You've just got poor blood glucose management. So maybe we need to manage your glucose a little bit before we then take away some of the carbs, if that's the case. Yeah. Or, and or how many
1: people can't go without eating every now and again? You know, yeah. they've got to eat something, got to eat something. It's like, that's quite a sign of poor regulation.
0: Yeah. If someone's getting hangry, like if, if someone can't go like three, four hours without eating, and this is where we look at it. So when glucose drops, we need glucose to fuel the brain, right? So it's, we, we then release a thing called glucagon. Then if that's not working to raise our glucose levels, we then have cortisol or growth hormone and cortisol. Which causes all the stressful, and then like a lot of people say, oh, "I've got the shakes." That's the worst type because we've released adrenaline, yeah, and that's going to be super, super stressful on the body. So if you go going, it, it's a bit like, in.
1: The- I think sorry, it's a bit like also looking at like the we've spoken before of heart rate variability. Yeah. it's not the fact that your heart rate goes up or goes down; it's how well quickly does it recover, yeah. and when you when you can't manage your 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 physiology. Because you haven't eaten for a while, that's, that's really a sign yeah. of it's, a it's poor regulation. Worrying.
0: And I used to be like that when I competed in bodybuilding. Now, if someone would have seen me, like in physically lean, yeah, someone that trains a lot, you think healthy. Yeah. No, not if I'm going to get lightheaded after that. Now, and
1: there's a lot of gym, there's a lot of people, you know, the old thing is you can't outrun a bad diet. There's a lot of people exercising so that they can eat poorly. Yeah, which is stressful because stress. they look healthy, they're not putting on weight. So everyone perceives that. Well, they go to the gym, they're healthy, but there's a lot of, and that's where you get that, 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 that skinny diabetic. They, yeah. they are physically active.
0: You're, you're physically active and you go into the gym to deal with the stresses of your day-to-day job, which is yeah. causing you more stress, which is then giving you the reliance on caffeine, which is causing more stress, which is then meaning more blood glucose imbalances yeah. and less sleep. So it's mm-hmm. this vicious, vicious, vicious cycle. And I think people get overwhelmed when it comes to changing it. So how do we do that? Just like this person yesterday that, like I said, don't have any bread or anything like this or anything like that. Well, let's just put some peanut butter on the bread. Let's just add a salad at lunchtime. Yeah. But one of the things that I do have in my questionnaires is talking about, do you feel tired after eating gluten or like wheat or grains or some, some grains and stuff and um, floury things? And it's a gluten section and like, ever feel bloated and stuff. And then this person's was high. So I said, so they come up as high on here. Yeah. So when you eat bread, you feel tired and you feel bad. So why do you eat bread? Because I like it. And you're like, well, this is where people have to make this decision. I had one. I like bread. I I, love bread, but I I don't answer
1: to that. Which said, but what do you, what do you, what, what, what do you put to cover the ham? Yeah. And I was like, but you can, you can eat ham with other things. And I was like, but then it won't be a ham sandwich. And it's like, no, they were so ho- holding on to that. They liked a the ham sandwich. This is where society but they had all the, people they in. They had all the brain fog of that afterwards. But they still used eventually got the connection. But they were like, but, but I've got it. That's that's yeah. my ham sandwich. And this is where, like, for
0: breakfast, like, well, what do you have if you don't have cereal? Like I'll well, have eggs. Like, Might have sausages. Might have steak. Might have chicken. You have chicken for breakfast. This is my first meal of the day. Like, it's not... It's not any different. Yeah, we've,
1: we've got those two brothers who pressed uh, some corn and yeah. made a certain cereal to thank exactly. for, for making everyone think that they need the cereal to start the day. Exactly. And I think this is where
0: I want to put more knowledge out about the foundational stuff. Because there needs to be more out there. And I think we are fighting a bit of a losing battle against the big corporations. Because they can put out this like have this because it's going to fill you up until lunchtime. We'll have this breakfast bar. It's going to fill you up until lunchtime. Yeah. Well, but this, actually in reality, it this, doesn't.
1: This, uh, this breakfast bar, which we've manufactured, which then on paper covers all the vitamins, nutrients and that, but they are chemically produced. They're not in a natural form and it ticks all the, and it's got a low calorie. It ticks all the, all the marketing and the yep. need to hear that because I, I want it's low high calorie. In protein with
0: seven grams in, out of every hundred.
1: Yeah. And, um, I think is it seven or nine grams out of a hundred?
0: You have to have protein, like seven or nine percent, to be classed as high protein, something
1: like that. Very think, low. I think, yeah, I think it's close to seven, seven. But um, yeah, I think the big thing is 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 that perception of healthy, but actually ending up with a poor poor rig or poor glu- glucose management is is the big, it's the big challenge. Mm-hmm. Definitely. because i think people are they're getting the message that sugar is bad but I, either they don't read labels and so they're not realizing that hey that breakfast car bar which is covered in a covered a, in a a yogurt covering or frosty something and actually um it has it isn't sugar but it's a sugar substitute or you'll yep. spike your sugar still but on the label it says low sugar
0: and if you do want to have the dessert just make sure you have it as a dessert don't leave it like two hours have it close to your protein and fat meal. Have a steak, then have a little bit of ice cream afterwards if you want. But don't have steak, wait two hours, then have ice cream. I think that there's, there's little, much as like hacks is a played out word as such. There's, there's little things you can do with that. Even certain things like eating like, your vegetables first like, and, and your protein first before you have your, your chips. That stuff well, has been shown to make a difference.
1: And also just that if you're then having realizing also where I kind of think a lot of times also going back to the how do you feel afterwards, you know, sometimes also you'll have a, a highly the highly processed food or low nutrient based food or food which is like very, very particularly your carb based. It tastes nice. It ticks all the boxes. Maybe it's got a little bit of oil fat with it as well. So it lights up. But how, what do you like half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour later? Mm -hmm. A lot of people are then looking for that, another thing, or they're suddenly on the munchies. So they're now looking and they're looking for another high, highly carved food. So you're getting that, you had that spike, it's dropped again. And now you're thinking, I need that another hit.
0: I think I've seen so many people. And one of my specialist areas, as we know, is, is sleep, getting people to be able to sleep through the night. And one of the ways we do that is managing glucose. And I've seen drastic changes of people coming off sleep medication that wasn't really giving them restorative sleep. As we know, it just knocked them out. Yeah. People that have suffered from 20 years of insomnia by changing their nutrition protocol and managing their glucose levels. Yeah, so this, powerful. This so is, powerful. But
1: this is the frustrating thing, is because there isn't enough of the question of why. So if someone says, I've been doing this for, for you know, even weeks, but never mind months or years, And they go, this is, and this is what I take. And this is what I do. And then you say to them, why would the body not want to go to sleep? Mm -hmm. And they go, I don't know. I've just always done this. And there is never been that question either. They no one's asked them directly or no one's even said to to them, you know, isn't it interesting? The body is designed to do this. Why, for you, why would it not be doing that? It serves no purpose for the body to decide that now I'm I don't need to need sleep. So, um, It's encouraging that question, as we've said many times, of why and what, and then so understanding this medication, this might be a short step, but do I have an understanding of why the physiology of my body would be giving me this feedback? So why after I've eaten or why is it that I feel brain fog or I have a mid-morning slouch or a mid-afternoon dip? I used to find that with with having, you know, uh, bread or soy at lunchtime. I get that brain yep. frog. And then you're thinking, well, actually, need I, I to need to be up. on the, on the ball with work. Why? That doesn't serve me, but, but why is it? And I broke it down and eventually it was like, I don't, don't really ha- need to have bread at that time. Yeah. It does because my physiology changes. So it's, it's all about what and why, but understanding, you know, yeah, what is a healthy diet is a very loose term these days.
0: It's very much individual, but I think managing your glucose, leads to a healthier diet.
1: I hugely. It's a, it's a vital part of, of, of encouraging normal physiology and adaptiveness and robustness, which ultimately is what it's all about. A, a body which is able to adapt to its environment can take a stressful day and bounce back is, is a health is really a healthy, healthy body. Right guys. What about you? What, uh, what have you found? What, uh, well, you know, food is, th- food is medicine, but also it can, uh, derail So it'd be great to, to hear back from you what, what your experiences are, what you've changed or tried, if anything, we've spoken with to touches base, or you need some more information, as always, Ollie and I are about, drop us a comment, Yep, get hold of us, and we'd love to uh, touch base and engage more. Until next time. Take care. See you then.